You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I am your host, Damon Hadfield. With me this week is Greg Miller. Yo! Andrew Goldfarb is here. Hey! And Anthony Gallegos. Hi! He's also here. Uh, I've been on vacation most of this week. This uh, entire week, pretty yeah, much, right? Yeah, I just came back today. It was uh, 4th of July, so it was sort of a weird week. We had a day off in the Terrible middle. Terrible week. Everyone had a day it, off in the middle of the week, and then I, someone mentioned on Twitter, it's like having two Mondays in one week. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what kind of made it worse in yeah. some ways. But Yeah, and also all day yesterday, I thought it was Monday. Yep. But I was uh, jet skiing around Lake Tahoe, and I felt fine. <laughs> it was great. But that means I don't know what happened this week. I don't know what the video game news was. So this week I'm relying on you guys to tell me what happened. Greg, tell me one news story that happened this week. One news story that happened this week. PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale has a release date. It's coming this October. That's this exciting. October. They're announcing two characters tonight, two more characters at Comic-Con. A panel I happen to be hosting. Come out on Sunday and see me. <laughs> um, release date or, or release, release window? Date. No, it's actual date. date. What? It, which is what? October 23rd. Well, October it's confusing. It, so it's October 23rd in the U.S., October 24th in most of Europe, October 25th in Australia and New Zealand, and October 26th in the U.K. and Ireland. Let's I've just stick with the 23rd because that's the only date that matters. Aww. <laughs> We've we never seen a game We love that. our international listeners. That's true. Uh, is that earlier than we expected? That oh, that's right in the, it's right in the meaty part of the time we thought it was the coming The meaty problem. part of the time. Yeah, when we thought it's, it was right, it's right about where you That's the best part of the time. <laughs> the best part of the time is the meaty part of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're announcing two new characters tonight? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do we know what they are? We do. But we can't say them? No. Hmm. When are they announcing them tonight? Because this podcast isn't going up until later. Like 6 or 6.30? Yeah, 6 Pacific. It'll probably be up let's, a little let's bit. Not, let's, not, let's not risk it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know who it is anyway. Let's just say if you like punching and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> and you're hosting a panel on a... 
I'm posting a couple, but I'm doing yeah. There's a I'm doing the uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale panel Sunday, mm-hmm. 11 a.m. I'm gonna Comic-Con. come. I'm gonna come and heckle you. I thought you. I think isn't your flight early? Early? Oh, I don't think because I had to change my flight because we were leaving early and then I had to do this. I don't think I would make an early book an early flight, but whatever. Okay. Well, I don't well, mean like early, like you know, like you're leaving at seven in the morning. <laughs> We'll, we'll sort it. Come out. heckle me. Anyway, we're come gonna... heckle me at the Beyond panel because they're Ellen Page is on it, and you get okay. to be a movie star. Then a mm. movie star, yeah. And Ellen Page. Talk about myself, <laughs> of course. Come on. Everybody knows I was in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. My photo in the background. We are going to. I, I think Andrews been in the most movies here. Out That's of all true. Of us. true. That's true. That's true. That That's is point. true. You um, are the closest thing to a movie star here. That's sad. <laughs> Touching him. Touch me. But we will be at Comic Con. Yeah. And uh, we, we we haven't talked about it yet. We have we have we've made no plans. Greg has been making making our schedules, but we haven't actually talked about it yet at all. So yes, we have to do that. Soon. There will be if everything else if nothing changed at the moment, there would be a private IGN meet and greet that you would be, have to be invitation only to. But as you are the most super hardcore fans listening, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'd fig- you you'd figure out how you have to get in. More details on that to come. Yeah. Follow Damon at Dame Zero on Twitter and follow mm-hmm. me at Game Over Greggy. You'll figure it out when we, yeah. get, when we get there. And then, best case scenario, we'll have just an open bar somewhere. Not an open bar. We will go to a bar that we'll you go, can come to and spend your own money we'll to, to drink the, with us. We'll, the local worked out really well. The local well. was really nice last time. Last Let's hope that's still in business. And so, Saturday night, do we think that's when that will happen? Is uh, that the best time I for us? I have to look at the schedule okay. on, on well, my computer. Listeners. We are going to be at Comic-Con. We want to hang out with you. Greg and I are going to look at our schedules today, have a meeting, and we'll let you know the final details. There you go. Very soon. I'm not going to Comic-Con. Nope. Me neither. You guys aren't. You could I've, come. I mean, I've I've never, that's the one I've never been to. Drive on there. It's really, it's May, maybe show. I will, just for the hell of it. Yeah. You said you are looking for some... Sleep you wanted to drive off into the distance that's uh, this I'll weekend. I'll go with you. There you go. Now we're, you got a road we're trip. We're going to put on some third eye blind and just hit the roads. Wish <laughs> 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 you Roll up and kick my feet up. This shit was for a ticket, man. I call it shit that free lunch. I tell her I'll speed up. She's slow and she can keep up. We know we always out, but somehow they would never see us. Uh, Andrew, tell me a new story from this week. Uh, Sony bought Gaikai. What is Gaikai? Uh, Gaikai is they they you can stream. It's like on it's live. like on live. Yeah, <laughs> stream video games and mm-hmm. their their thing is like browser stuff. So they're on Facebook. Um, now they're on TVs. You buy Samsung TV, you get Gaikai. You can play Mass Effect Three. Um, and like it, an and I imagine you'll be able to buy Sony TVs and play Gaikai. Right, for so, sure. Now, yep. you guys did a PlayStation conversation on this this week? That's we true. Did. So what? give me the uh, the cliff notes from that conversation. What does this mean it's for still us? still very ambiguous. We don't yep. know exactly what it means. What we know it means is that they are buying Gaikai so they can use it for their own purposes, which we think means getting the PlayStation games out into this cloud kind of uh, atmosphere. Or yep. maybe you could play on your Vita, you can play PS3 games, vice versa. I still think that it's open that they want to get their games to iOS devices, stuff like that, because they've talked about that in interviews before with Colin, that, you know, trying to really future-proof Sony in a way that they realize what how technology is going, kind of how PlayStation Mobile is putting, you know, games out on to Android phones and stuff like that, trying mm-hmm. to get the games out to people regardless of if you own the PS3 or, or a PlayStation product. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, the, the big theory is that they'll uh, do demos and backwards compatibility with this, so it's like you won't have to worry about any like ever saving stuff locally in those situations i think it's like them doing it now so that they can build that into the infrastructure for the next console or yes that's what colin thinks i think that's very possible too is gaikai a big deal i mean cloud gaming in general isn't necessarily a big deal yet but could it be in a few years yeah mm-hmm. and if the system's going to be out for ostensibly like next year for another five to seven during that time frame it could become pretty big and they would already have a lead and sony spent 380 million bucks on them 
and they don't really have that much uh, exactly. liquid I mean, income. It's scooping so. up their technology and probably, in, I mean, it'll probably end up getting rebranded, right? It yeah. won't be, it's not going to be in a Gaikai app. It'll be the PlayStation No, it'll cloud be like or Sony whatever. streaming or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Games Unlimited. Ugh. Sign in where, with your Sony is, Entertainment account. Where's Gaikai based? Here in California. It's a cloud, Damon. Yeah. We just said that. <laughs> in Cloud City, Bespin. You guys suck. It's gonna. It's here in California, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So they're an American company, is what I was getting at. Totally, yeah. They're they're owned by David Perry, yep. I think. Oh wow. So Shiny Entertainment. Yeah. Earthworm Jim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm just, when, talking about news stories this week, I'm surprised neither of you mentioned the new Walking Dead game. Oh, I just yeah. happened today. It's so yeah. fresh, yeah. Damon. No, it, just, it just hit. Maybe Anthony was going to mention that. I wasn't. I was actually going to mention uh, the Call of Duty online, uh, online China. announcement in China. Mm, Which yeah. one should we talk about first? Walking Dead. That one's interesting. Okay. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. I can already tell you that game's like, I'll, I'll go on record right now. That game does not get above a five on IGN. Wow. <laughs> on the record. Wow. I'll take so, that bet. I'll take I'll that bet. Sure. Because I think it actually sounds really interesting. Like so, it, we made this bet in front of in front of the listeners. Yeah, I just love uh, how objective games journalism is. <laughs> I know yeah. nothing about this game except its crappy trailer. It's I'm saying that looking at the, looking at the pedigree and that it's supposed to, and when it's supposed to come out, and we haven't even seen it or anything. I'm saying that this has all the all the testament to me that it's going to be a rush job. Anthony just reviewed the last game from the studio. Shove it out the door. Did I? Terminal mm-hmm. Reality. Yeah. It was uh, Connect Star Wars. Oh, yeah. See, that was the other reason. I knew there was another reason that I had such little faith in it. So. I'm a zombie. I'm a zombie. <laughs> I know. Walking down the street and eating people's brains. <laughs> Have you forgotten? So. Uh, I hold that hope that it won't be bad. It sounds also, really also, interesting. No, it does So it's all stealth-based. Like, you're Daryl. I haven't, you're I haven't like, read that article yet. So <laughs> Daryl's big thing is that you're like, he's like a hunter guy. And uh, the whole game is stealth. And you have to go through, you have, like, limited supplies. You have to be careful to, like, manage, like, your ammo and your food and all that stuff. And, like, going through the game, you can, like, recruit companions or kill them. You have, like, a choice. And, like, Meanwhile, his other brother's too busy yelling out racial epithets to, like... Yeah, that's the... Uh, like, the other brother is the problem with the Merle. game, for sure. Merle is the worst character of all time in any medium. So, <laughs> we've, if, if you've missed the news story, what's happening is there's a first-person shooter game coming from Activision... Published by Activision, developed by Terminal Reality, based on The Walking Dead, the TV show. And so what we're doing is playing, yeah... Merle yep. and Daryl here, the Dixon brothers. Around. But you play so, as Daryl. Telltale's Walking Dead game, is that based on the comics? Yes. Okay. That is set yep. firmly in the comic book universe. Correct. Yeah, and this one is, uh, they were very clear to say you control Daryl. Like, uh, they haven't confirmed it, but it sounds from the press release like it is a single player game. You, you just play as Daryl and maybe Merle's an NPC the whole time. When does it, When is it supposed to come out? It says 2013. Okay. I want to play the Telltale games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those, those, those are great. Yeah. Yeah. I played it again last night. I'm going to do episode two this weekend, so... You will enjoy yourself. And the thing with those is, like, they have, like, branching paths, and they're all about yeah. story and stuff. Like, it'll be interesting seeing, like, if this game is, like, really linear, it, it, then I Well, it will do. be. But of course I mean, it will. I mean, you figure yeah. this one's very much funneling towards, you know, this show, right? Like, we're trying, we're eventually have to get to how these people all meet up together. Do you think there will be, like, horde mode, uh, kill probably. the zombies, multiplayer? Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have a trailer on the site right now? Yes. Yeah, so it's like live action. There's no, no footage gameplay, in it. Yeah. And it's yeah. all like before the farm, before this, before that. Like all these like t- touchstone moments from the show. Yeah. Mm. Yep. 
We'll see. I mean, it, they could it just could say they could just say before the show started and just leave it at that. <laughs> it's a nine-second trailer. I'm just saying that's all it is. It's before the show started. But it's reminding yeah. you of cool things. Yeah. Yep. Whatever, man. I remember when we weren't sure about Telltale doing Walking Dead. Well, I was always sure about Telltale doing Walking Dead. Yeah, Jurassic Were Park you? was a real confidence yeah. booster. And yeah, Back to the Future is like kind of. Started off good. Then yeah. not bad. Yeah. This not is bad, another uh, bow game. It's going to be a crossbow. So add to the <laughs> list. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, Anthony, what is Call of Duty Online? It's a free-to-play, microtransaction-based version of Call of Duty. It looks pretty much the same, which isn't that surprising, because Call of Duty at this point is like based off of, I think, Quake 3 technology. So it's not surprising they could make that work in a free-to-play situation. You know, with probably not too much effort, but it's China only. But it's only available a, in China. Yeah, which uh, for now, anyways. I mean, it's 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 uh, being published in conjunction with Tencent, who is like the biggest company, probably. Like at this point, they're probably on their way to becoming the biggest game game like company in the world. Even though we don't know about them, but it's because they own like the China and East Asia markets. With uh, they also own Riot Games, League of Legends. They own them. They mm. bought them for like four hundred million dollars. Earlier in the year, or like last, late last year, it's more than Gaikai. So that's true. I'm just saying. Guess between, we know which one's the better purchase. <laughs> I'm just saying between that and like Call of Duty and and you know I know that they're working with other companies. Like I just think that that's going to be a big deal. And it's not. I don't think it's impossible that a free to play Call of Duty could come to America with microtransactions, like a multiplayer version of Call of Duty. Like I could definitely see it with the next generation of consoles because they've already said both PlayStation and Xbox have said that the next con- generation consoles will allow free-to-play games on their system. So, yeah, I, I mean, think that's a matter of time. It's interesting because Activision's been talking about wanting to get into the Chinese market for, like, over a year. Like, I mean, well, they have. Two years. Blizzard has. I mean, yeah. World of Warcraft has and exactly. that sort of thing. So. But, I mean, even Call of Duty specifically, they were talking about getting it into the Chinese market. Like, uh, I think we said it was an earnings call in, like, early 2011, which is just crazy to me that, like, that long ago they were planning this. Yeah, and I'm sure that if we ever see it, it won't look anything like the Chinese one. I mean, graphically it may, but... The Chinese markets and stuff, from my understanding of them, is that they're perfectly okay with, like, pay-to-win systems. And that's, like, a big no-no here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could pay to get a gun that's just infinitely better than everyone else's. But that's, yeah. uh, that's acceptable practice. So, I don't know. I mean, I, it's uh, it's only exciting in the sense of that it could eventually come here. Mm-hmm. I think it's inevitability. Yeah, I would think that, so. That they'll do some sort of free-to-play Call of Duty. keep hearing that everything is going to be free-to-play one day. And Call of Duty is the biggest game out there, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they may have a version of Call of Duty they still sell every year that's a $60 game with a campaign and multiplayer built in. Or there's the option to do the multiplayer via microtransactions as well. But Or you can buy the, the $60 disc at the single player and, like, all these features automatically for multiplayer. Or you can just do the free-to-play version of multiplayer and, you know, nickel and dime yourself. So, that's my prediction. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> that and The Walking Dead FPS will not get higher than 5. <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> See, even if it was, a, I mean, how? What did Turning Point Fall of Liberty get from Ryan Geddes? Remember that six, game? Maybe six point five. I mean, like, I, it's, it, there, five or lower. That's going to be like a broke ass game. I mean, that's I not broke ass. Five is technically like, but if it's lower mediocre. than five, you're getting into broken territory. I'm just saying, as soon as you, yeah, you go below five, it's bad. Yeah, and I think okay. And, so, but and, we're talking bad also, in let, terms of. Let's go. That if, if Turning Point Fall of Liberty got that high, then someone was wrong. Like, I don't know about that. Calling out Ryan Geddes. Actually, I don't remember what, what score he gave it. I th- I'm just guessing. Or he I, gave it a no. I, highly, I guess he's not wrong, but I highly disagree. Ryan dis- at, at Funnel doesn't I, know anything. I, I, I highly disagree with that, because that game was busted. Like, straight up broken. So. I can't remember what he gave it. What did the Game of Thrones get this year? 
Yeah, I got, I got uh, like a four or five yeah, or something. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, it's gonna mm-hmm. be a fun one. I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this one develop. Sometimes, I put, can I put it on the bet list? I, sure. So to be fair, I will say that I don't want a game to be unsuccessful ever. Like I want games to succeed. I just think it's fun to make bets. Oh, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, you're not. You're not going to go into preview and be like, I already know what this game I, is. I would love to take a look at this. It's a, piece of shit. It's, a, it's a win-win for you because if it ends up getting like a nine, then you have a great game to play, yeah. or you win the bet. I love first-person shooters, so it would be awesome. And I like The Walking Dead a lot, so it'd be awesome for this to work out. And you love so. Merle. I think he's an awesome. <laughs> I think he's. I think you know. I don't know. What else happened in the news this week? Is that everything? That was kind of the most important ones, honestly. Uh, There were other things that were much more minor, I feel, but nothing that was particularly significant. Yeah, well, there was the Xbox 8 thing. Microsoft bought a bunch of domains related to Xbox 8. Which is Although like, um, I think that it's a mistake that people are saying it's as Xbox Eight, like that's right. how it reads. Exactly. But my guess Xbox is that the brand, exactly that's the branding that'll happen. So what, the whole is thing what? is that Xbox Infinity has Infinity. been a rumored name Got forever. It. So the idea is like their whole campaign. You, you can see it already, right? There's Windows Phone Eight. There's Windows Eight. The idea would be they brand it as an Eight, but then the commercial it turns over and it's an Infinity. Mm-hmm. Like, right, and which is why idea. you would buy the URL though Xbox Eight because it's right, the closest right. you can get to an Infinity symbol. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So. That's so. Well, I guess that progression makes some sense from Xbox to Xbox 360 to Xbox Infinity. But then you're done. You can't really make another console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Infinity plus two. <laughs> it's just that squared. Something. Yeah. You just go back to Xbox on the bit. But that makes yeah, sense. Then you do a reboot. Yeah. The next console generation will probably be the last console generation, though. Oh, as we really? recognize them. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I'll go with Damon on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that would make sense. It would be, like, I mean, if, if it's twice as long as this generation, then it would be, like, what, are we going to get new consoles in, like, 2024? It's not going to be twice as long in as this generation. It's probably going to be, like, five years long. It's going to probably be shorter, and then we'll just move set on to set-top boxes. Yeah. yeah, everything will be streamed, yeah. Yeah, that's very possible, especially with Sony buying Gaikai, and mm-hmm. I'm sure Microsoft will buy on live now. <laughs> or they'll just start their own. They don't need to buy them. Yeah, that's true. Zoom. And then Nintendo yeah. in, like, 2096 will be like, and also, we're streaming games. We've already seen a huge shift in in music and the way people think about music. Like people are moving away from the idea of owning music. Like sure. you, you you Spotify, right? Yeah. Like you you stream it, but you don't own it. You yeah. know? And, and I think that's how games will be someday too. Yeah, that's very possible. And actually, you wrote a really interesting story this week about the the European decision about. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was just the, Eula. Is that what they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The European the the EU's uh, licensing of justice decided that. It was like a dispute between Oracle and this company that sells used Oracle licenses in Germany. And Oracle was like, dude, you can't sell used licenses. Like, they're like, well, no one's using them anymore. <laughs> so we want to we want to resell these licenses to people. You know, like Oracle makes a bunch of software suites that are really expensive. Yeah. And so this company would take those licenses. Like, say a company shuts down, like, well, we have 50 licenses we're never going to use again. They sell to this German company. The German company resells them. Gotcha. Because, you know, like, uh, even here, Photoshop licenses, yeah. they're, mm-hmm. they're ridiculously Adobe expensive. Stuff, yeah. 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 So... You know, and 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 so this was a the Oracle took this court to ca- this case to court and was like, you know, they can't do this. And then the court basically said, yeah, they can. Like basically, uh, when when you when you give an indefinite uh, license to to someone to use your product, you are surrendering ownership of it. So therefore, that new owner can do whatever mm. they want with that license, as long That's as as long as when they transfer the license to the next person, they dis- they it is disabled for their use. 
So you're not duplicating yeah. it. But is it the license that you own? So it's, you own the license, not the game. No, you own both. Okay. They're, they're saying That's you own both. Saying. Okay. Yeah, if, if the license is indefinite, it's not like a 10-year license or something like that, yeah. a temporary one. If it's indefinite, then you now own that product. That is yours. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so, like, that was kind of a quiet story, but, like, that's, like, a huge precedent. Like, that that could be a right. very, This very is about deal. this sort of software, but obviously that could apply to games, too, where, right. in theory, mm-hmm. games I buy on Steam, I'm buying for an indefinite license. Yep. So... But, yeah. you know, in the EU, if this keeps going and it doesn't get repealed or, you know, like, you know, I'm sure that there will be uh, it'll have to go back to trial because they'll bring up objections and whatnot. But, you know, eventually, does that mean like someday in the EU you'll be able to resell your Steam games? Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah so. that's really interesting. It is interesting. But, you know, this is, a, of course, the European Union. union and I think yeah, here in America, uh, our laws tend to favor corporations a little bit more heavily. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to see a precedent set for that anywhere in the world. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. That is interesting stuff. All right. Well, let's check in with the listeners. Hi, Hi listeners. listeners. Listeners, remember, you can always reach us. I suggested you be on this episode. Don't (laughs) fucking do this to me. (laughs) Listeners, you can always reach us at gamescube at IGN.com, just like Chris Herman did. He says, hey guys, I was just wondering, since you guys always talk about taking the train so much, do any of you own cars? And And if so, how often do you use them and what do you drive? I drove to work today in a 99 Toyota Camry. Uh, yeah, but Anthony's the only one in this room that owns a car. Correct. I used to, and I sold it when I moved to the city. You know, I sold mine right out of Mustang that I ran into the ground. <laughs> uh, I have a scooter mm. that I ride around the yeah, city. You have a scooter, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's fairly new. I've only had a couple weeks. I love it. It's great. It's yeah. a sim. I mean, I live in the East Bay, so having a car for me is nice if I'm going to be out late. And yeah. I don't know. But I don't really need it at this point. I only use it maybe two days a week at right. most. So, yeah. Andrew, have you ever owned a car? Yeah, I, I sold one when I moved here. I um, oh, you owned it in New York. It, well, that was the thing. I I owned it all through college and high school, and then um, like I, I when I moved to New York, I left it at my parents' house in Connecticut, where it sat. Like I, I basically only used it when I came home from New York, and then when I decided I was moving across the country, it wasn't worth the expense of moving it all the way here, so I sold it. This all right. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And that was a 2000 Toyota Corolla, so we would have been buddies. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jack Stewart. Uh, subject is I thought this was weird Oh, okay He says, hey, Scoop Crew A girl in my class Said that she wanted to be A video game designer Crazy! Thinking we'd have A bunch <laughs> in common I asked her what some of her Favorite games were She said she sucks at video games And doesn't play them When I pressured her further I found out she hadn't even Heard of a lot of popular games I had to explain what Skyrim was, for example So my question is Do you guys ever meet Developers in the industry Who aren't passionate oh. About their industry? Maybe it seems she's... so odd to me That someone who doesn't Play video games Would want to make them Maybe she's uh, into like social. I don't, and apps. I don't mean to sound sexist, but I'm saying like maybe she's into social games and like and like apps and stuff like that. Like I don't know, maybe that's what she's thinking of. Or she wants to develop. Maybe in the other direction, she's like really hardcore into coding and stuff, but doesn't actually play games, and she just wants to like build the framework and stuff. That could be true. She's talking out her ass. She doesn't know what she wants to do. <laughs> yeah, she just just making video games probably sounds cooler. Take maybe. her email. Follow her on Facebook. Four years from now, she'll be saying how she wants to freaking be some kind of pot roast maker. Maybe she's trying to take. <laughs> maybe she's trying to take advantage of your nerdy ass. That's true. Yeah, you should let her do that. Uh, but most of the developers we meet are huge gamers and yeah. Yeah. have been gaming their whole life, and this is like their dream. So they listen to podcasts. They yeah, yeah. 
Now I'm just picturing this poor kid, this girl comes up to flirt with him, and he's, like, talking about video games. She's like, oh, I want to design video games. And he's like, oh, yeah, have you played Skyrim? And she's like, no. <laughs> poor kid. This is Mark. He says, uh, I'm somewhat new to the podcast scene here at IGN. I recently discovered GameScoop TV on YouTube. <laughs> wow. And laughed my ass off. Are there plans to produce more of these amazing videos? Uh, Mark, we're glad you, you still enjoy uh, GameScoop TV. We probably won't be resurrecting that brand, but as just of like funny around the office videos, I think we do more of those now than we yeah, ever have. Totally. Yeah, totally. It's it's much more I think uh, yeah. free up in that way. As far whether it be a PlayStation conversation, whether it's a news break from Damon, whether it's up and yeah. start. It used to be like we we would have an idea for a GameScoop TV, and we'd have to like get Ty and, and yeah, get Ty and, and find someone on the video team who could help us with it. But now like I've got a camera and we can just shoot the stuff whenever exactly, we want. Exactly. So we do this stuff all the time now. So probably not GameScoop TV, but we do those types of videos mm -hmm, mm -hmm. quite often. This is Matt Western. Uh, he says, here's a fun game to play. We're oh, gonna, my God. We're going to play this game. Oh, God, I like games. Okay. Every person has to name a game that starts with a corresponding letter, starting with A. So player one names a game that starts with A. Player two names a game that starts with B. You keep going until someone can't name a game. All right. All right. Oh, God, I'm going to fail this so fast. So I'll start Assassin's Creed, and we'll go clockwise. Oh, you thought about this ahead of time. And we say What's B, that? it's to B now? Yes, Greg does B. But I, it has to be like the full, I can't say Black Ops, right? Because it's Call of Duty Black Ops? Yes. The game's over. Maybe we'll go counterclockwise. Okay. Crackdown. D. Oh, we're coming back to me? Yes, yeah, now we're going, we're going uh -oh. counterclockwise because you, you. Dragon Age. Every Extend Extra. Um, Frey. That just came out. God of War. <laughs> Heavenly Sword. What am I at? I? Yeah. Whoa. Damn. Really? I mean, I know one. Yeah, I know We saw one in E3. Greg reviewed it. I, that's not the same game I'm thinking of. Before Shadows Ooh. of the Colossus, there was. <laughs> Ego. <laughs> um, Jack and Daxter. Killer 7. Lunar. Moon Patrol. Um, no More Heroes. Oh, fuck. Um, he's, he's at, where is he? Oh. oh. <laughs> so think of, there's, there's a wolf. No, I'm, I'm going to go. Brushes. Yeah, no. I, I, okay, yeah, Okami. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm the weakest link at this table, Clayton. <laughs> I've, I've only played Uncharted games. Think, so. rap, think, <laughs> rap and dog. Think. Oh, for Rapper the Rapper. Yeah. yeah. What, comes at, what comes next? Q, bitch. Quantum Conundrum. Oh, oh wow. Okay. okay, you got that one. <laughs> uh uh I'm going to name some obscure PC games here. Rise of Immortals. <laughs> Just making up games. Um, it's, you could probably say anything. It's probably an iPhone game. So, <laughs> Superman sixty four, The Amazing Spider Man. No, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Yeah. If you look at your Trons iTunes, ascend. Yeah. Okay. yeah, look at that. What's next? You? Yeah. Uh, this is an easy one. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what I should pick. Uncharted. Um. V? Huh. Uh. Vindictus. That's a MMO. I just remembered that one shit. Free to play MMO. <laughs> Wonder Book. Xenoblade. Wow, good for you. 
I'm at Y? Yeah. yeah. I'm the Yaris advert game on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last one. Oh, this is... Xenoclash. Yeah. That was at the Z. There we go. Wow. We did That was it. a fun game. Thanks yeah. for recommending that, Matt Western. I Let's know, go back to it on the plane to Comic-Con, David. <laughs> Get everybody in our row to do it with us. Uh, this is Isaac. Uh, he's looking for First Friday tips. Oh. He says, I was lucky enough to get picked to attend this month's First Friday event. Is that tomorrow? No, they, they pushed it back. Oh, so when is it? <laughs> uh, it's next Friday. Okay. They were gonna, uh, if, if you're unfamiliar, First Friday is when you get to come to I- you <clears throat> register online. Then you come to IGN and you get to go on a tour of the mm-hmm. whole offices. There's a Q&A. There's meet and greet. There's pizza. Uh, and it's the first Friday of every month. But with the holiday in the middle mm-hmm. of this week, they stopped, They pushed it back to next week. Do you remember the, but it screwed up a bunch of people's life. Do you remember the URL where you, people can no, sign up? No, but it, and this is, if you, if a lot of people haven't heard of this. There's this thing called Google. Mm-hmm. I, get, I get a lot of questions about this. You yeah. go IGN first Friday. And I think the yeah. second thing is a Facebook post that will link you to it. Why isn't it the first thing? I don't know. Anyway, I saw some this, porno house has. <laughs> I saw this movie called The Amazing Spider-Man where he used this thing called Bing. It looked no. really cool. That, that's why you know that was a fictional universe. <laughs> Greg, did you like Spider-Man? I did. Did they actually go out of their way to show Bing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, a big lot time Bing. Yeah. They're binging all over that place. And every search result has Bing in it in case you missed which engine he was using. The best. <laughs> anyway, uh, Isaac says I'm flying in from Wisconsin. I was wondering what would be the best way to get from the airport to the IGN offices and back. Cab. I mean, you can take Bart. You can take Bart. It's yeah. it's like a there's if if you go to the international terminal in SFO, you get on Bart. Then you ride Bart to New Montgomery. New Montgomery. And then walk up second. I just, just say take the cab. I say I'm with Greg. You're on vacation. If, if you just spent like a few hundred dollars on a plane ticket. Spend forty more on a cab to the office. It'll be fine. Well, that, that's fine. Yeah, you yeah. could do that. Think of it this way: you have to burn all the clothes that touch the the, the felt <laughs> seats of Bart. So. <laughs> You uh, read Muni every day. It's so much filthier. I know. I think they're both filthy. Yeah, they are. But like Bart makes me like creeped out because like there's just like these stained couches on there. You're yeah. Whose idea was it to put carpet on, on public smart. transportation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one upside of Muni is that it's all like plastic. plastic. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Isaac says I'm also probably going to have some downtime before and after the event. So what restaurants in the area should I check out? I love burritos. Oh, wow. Go to Victor's. Yeah. yeah, go to Victor's. Victor's for sure. Hopefully you have an iPhone and you just in this area, Victor's. yeah, Victor's. If you can make it out to the mission, go to the mission and go to La Taqueria or Underdogs in the Sunset. For He's not tacos. going out to the Sunset. <laughs> this is Brian. Hey Brian. A long time ago, at the end of GameScoop, Damon played a remix of. Uh, Night Call from the Drive soundtrack that had rapping on it. I don't remember which episode, and I've tried to look at all the remixes, but there's a million of them. Could I possibly get some help? Brian, look for a remix called Night Chain. That's the one you're looking for. Night Chain. I finally Working saw Drive. On the night chain. Did you like it? Yeah, it was great. I, yeah. I had never seen it in one, one really late night. I just watched it on Netflix. I still I haven't like, seen it. Great movie. It's yeah, very good. I really liked it. I'll great watch it again. Movie. Quit trying to it. get me to go on dates with you. I say I want to go on a car so drive, and he's like, I'll go with you. <laughs> and you know, all right, fine. I'm going to watch you get alone. <laughs> this is Robin. I was wondering, what's your favorite game of all time? Mm. I have three favorite, favorite games. <laughs> that doesn't count. Dead Space, Dark Souls, Silent Hill 2. Uh, Thanks for reading this. Wow. I usually say Mario 64, but... Uh, to be fair, I haven't played that game in years and years and years. So, I say Metal Gear Solid all the time. The original PlayStation One, twenty-five-year-old franchise. Tomorrow. When was the last mm. time you played that game? Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. When it came to the PSN, it's a mm. digital download. That one hold up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My go-to I mean, is looks usually. Like shit, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> My go-to is usually Ocarina of Time. Yeah. 
my go-to is Outcast by from a company named Infogram. No longer exists. I heard their entertainment. <laughs> yeah, they had the power of imagination. What? They this, rocked my world. <laughs> <laughs> this is William Theodore Silbal the third. That is wow. a good wow. name. He's going to be president someday. You, or like an evil dictator that rise up or stop with Navy SEALs. Last week you guys talked about Guild Wars 2. I have a question for you. If I don't like World of Warcraft, then should I get Guild Wars 2? I played WoW and got bored of the endless grind fests. Wow. Uh, would there be enough cool things in the game to keep me hooked, or am I just an MMO player? I don't know what he means by that. Look how we he all just means he's not an MMO player. I mean, no. I would say that Guild Wars shares a lot of similar qualities to other MMOs in the sense that you're still going to do fetch quests. You're still going to do kill 10 of X to do this. But it does have a really good story progression, and there is a lot of different sty- styles of quests than you might expect. I don't know that it's necessarily going to change your mind about MMOs if you didn't like WoW. But I will say it's only going to be $50 with no subscription fee to try it. So that's pretty cheap when it comes to MMOs. Mm-hmm. So What do you mean um, to try it? Well, I'm saying to play so yeah, it's to just, play. There's, there's, no, there's, there's just no, no subscription, subscription fees and there's no microtransactions either. It's like it's just like you buy the box. That's how Guild Wars always been. You buy the box once and you have the game. Mm. So the barrier to entry is much cheaper than you know most MMOs. Mm. So I would say if you're interested in it, you should try it because it, it's it is pretty cool. And, well, because there's something like uh, Old Republic, it's still fifty dollars, right? It's and still fifty dollars, and then a fifteen dollars a month subscription yeah. fee. Yeah. So how does if, they, if 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 Star Wars struggles? How does Guild Wars make that model work? They just, how, how I do they think make enough money? They, they sell a ton of box copies, and what they do is they regularly produce expansions to sell. Okay. They sell more boxes to people, mm-hmm. tons of boxes, and that's how they do it. So many boxes. But other people, like <sighs> the Secret World just came out. Funcom and, just put that out, and they're not, that's not going to do well. No, and that also has a $15 a month subscription fee. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That Which game one? will be Secret World, you say? Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just launched it's out this week. Yeah, yeah. So and there are already new stories about like their stock falling and stuff. Like it's not going to go well for them. Yeah, that game's going to be free to play in like three months for sure. The game isn't terrible though, is it? It's no, just, it's not. It's actually well not, made. It's just that they're just not very interested. It's in just it. like yeah, it doesn't have like a fantasy hook for people. It just like takes place in a modern world with vampires and shit. And maybe that seems interesting to like a small subset of people, but I don't think it has the mass appeal they'd hoped. Hmm. This is Raimundo. Gallo. Raimundo Gallo. He says, GameStop makes me mad. No. No way. You wouldn't like Raimundo when he's angry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. I recently called GameStop and wanted to find out how much store credit can I get for my game. They told me I had to come to store. I don't want to drive all the way GameStop and them tell me my game is only worth $10. He is Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) They could easily told me over the phone. Not only that, GameStop.com still doesn't have a search list program to see how much store credit you get for your games. BestBuy.com has one. I may go to Best Buy to trade in my game from now on. Do you think GameStop is in trouble now that stores like Best Buy have better trade-in deals? No. Well, the the best trade-in deal is Amazon. You'll That's always the thing, get the most yeah. from Amazon. Yeah. Uh, at Amazon, yeah, you, you can tell how much you're going to get for your game, and then yeah. they let you print out a, a mailing receipt, so you mail it to them for free. And the you re- have seven days to mail it. So the reason like- GameStop isn't in trouble, though, is because everyone, when they think of used games and stuff, the, the mind share is still yeah. so ubiquitous with yeah. GameStop. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I don't they're think everywhere. people are thinking, oh, I should trade in my games at Best Buy. Yeah, and they're everywhere. Best Buy has been struggling in more recent years anyways, though. So Yeah. yeah. Also, in uh, I think in large part because of Amazon. 
Yes, exactly. Like I went into a, a Best Buy. I was going to buy CDRs because like, I hadn't bought CDRs. And in, then you just years. opened your phone and were like, ah. Yeah, I walked into Best Buy and first I was struck at how empty it was, both in terms of customers and in terms of product. Like there's just like lots of just open space there in it. And I was looking at CDRs and they're like, you know, 20, 20 bucks for a hundred pack. And then I was like, well, I could just, I have Amazon Prime and I can get these for half the cost and free shipping on Amazon. So I'll just do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Our, our final email this week comes from Kenny Schaefer. He says, I'm currently attending Full Sail University for oh, game design. Good for you. Mm-hmm. In Florida. I can yep. honestly say it's my dream. Good. After hearing all to of this. To go to school? <laughs> after hearing all of this bad news about companies closing and laying off game developers, it makes me wonder, am I working towards a hopeless career? It seems the closer I get to graduating, the more companies close. Do you think I'm headed down a dark road? Let me- or is there a chance that console games still have a chance? Kenny. Yeah. I'll tell you that... that- through the like 20 years that you've probably been alive, game companies have closed all the time. It's just that there wasn't a website to tell you about every single closure all the time. That's true. And, and I will say that console games are going to become increasingly more expensive to develop for. But once there's a lot more streaming options and a lot more, and like things like arcade and stuff, like maybe you'll work on console games, but maybe you won't work on. Like an Assassin's Creed, maybe you'll work on like thing. Spelunky or something that's going to be awesome. <laughs> no, and I, I mean true, that in a good way. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just think that there are more options than ever now for you to develop games for other platforms that don't have huge budgets but can still reach gigantic audiences. Yeah. It may have been big console games that drove you to want to work in the industry, but the industry is so much broader now and so much wider, and it's everywhere. It's not just on your uh, console at home. It's on your f- mobile phone. It's, on, it's in your browser. You know, It's gaming in the cloud, so... Uh, gaming is not going anywhere. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's just more of it, and the share uh, of the market that console gaming has is, is probably going to get a little bit smaller. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you'll probably end up not working. I mean, and honestly, all the people I know that work on big console franchises, too, like while they enjoy it, they they wholeheartedly admit that you get the most potential to do creative and fun things when you work on smaller games. Sure. So, so drop out. It's over. <laughs> the bubbles burst. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all the skips I have for you this week. Thank you guys for helping me out with the news this week. <laughs> no, no problem. problem. It's good to have you back. Yeah, thank you. I missed you terribly. Uh, Greg and I are going to Comic-Con next uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll be there Wednesday through Sunday, so we hope to hang out with you there. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know the details on the meet and greet as soon as we have them. Deets. The deets. The meet and greet deets. Miss, me, Mr. Deets. <laughs> Listeners, I leave you this week with the song 6-4 by Adroa, one of my favorite dubstep artists. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, dear listeners. My name is Damon. This is I-Jane GameScoop and Rap. Cruising down the street in my 6 Cruising down the street in my 6 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.